0: hello and welcome to another nine circles audio thing this month our album of the month is a new album from tremulation where the gloom becomes sound it is a fantastic album it's a fantastic way to kick off the new year and this time i am joined by guitarist adam Zars. Adam, we were just quickly talking before I fired off the recording. You've done a bunch of interviews, so how is everything going for you you today, Bud?
1: Uh, I'm I'm good. This this is the, the last one for today, so perfect. <laughs> so I'm happy.
0: <laughs> Adam, really quick, I I didn't ask this when we were getting prepped. It's you know, it's interesting where you know you probably do metal press. Do you? Do you do a lot of interviews here in the states a lot of europe do you get like real int- like interesting like you do like south American interviews like where are you talking to people from
1: um from from mostly from from north america in, in okay general and and europe but there's also been um uh, central and south american interviews and i this time around i um, some have been from India wow and from so what? Uh, it can be from from almost anywhere at least
0: <laughs> okay now are are all these places have you in your years you know being in the band have you been able to see a lot of the world has i i know you guys have toured but has tribulation gotten out to a bunch of different continents yeah yeah we have um, do, you, do you have a favorite place you've you've been to or you really want to get to
1: Um, Yeah, Um, I mean, we've been to North America a lot of times, and we always like coming over. Um, We do, I mean, we like playing Europe as well, but since this is where we're from, it's always a little bit more exciting to (laughs) go over the pond. Uh, But uh, we've made it to South America as well, um, sparsely, only... Uh, Argentina and Chile so so far, and we're looking forward to to seeing more of that. And uh, we even went to Australia and wow. Uh, okay. Tasmania.
0: Wow! Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I and know, know here. from I know here from the states to fly from anywhere to Australia is a nightmare. Was it a pretty miserable flight from Sweden to Aus Australia?
1: Yeah. But it's I don't mind I don't mind it, uh, yeah. it it's okay <laughs> but it's it's a long long way I mean it's the other side of the of the globe yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so it is a long way.
0: exactly it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's it's cool you know to, to I unfortunately have not been able to uh, travel outside of the uh, United States yet I know the US you know we have a a lot of different uh, you know, a lot of the state is different, you know, when you travel around the country here. I haven't even seen a lot of the US. Um I, I hope to one day. Um so here we are, you know, we're we're talking where where gloom becomes sound. And I you know, here at the podcast, it, a lot of us are really excited for this album. And I can't wait for the general public to get their ears on this because you guys have done something with this album that I am a huge fan of that you guys are not and there's no disrespect for this. You guys are not reinventing the wheel with this album. No, no. You, you are taking what I think has been, you guys have really honed in on uh, an excellent formula. And you guys have taken it like a, like a mad metal scientist. You guys have really, the, the, the formula has really been perfected here. And you guys, uh, I think this is your best album yet. Oh, thank you thank so you. so with with the album com- about to come out on the, the 29th how do you feel the this album is and is representative of where you guys are now um well it's of of it's, of course you're not going to say oh i hate it you know no <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i mean it's 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 i i i i like the album uh, and we we were all very pleased with the album and it's a bit weird to me that it's not even out yet um because of this strange year we've had that's felt like like the longest year <laughs> in history yes um yes. and and uh, since we recorded it, our guitar player Jonathan also left the band and he's been he's always been a big part of of everything we make as a band both visually and musically um so and, and this time around he he wrote more of the songs than than he usually does so it's it's a it's a strange situation um that i can't deny in, in that in that sense but it's um it's a great album i think um uh, we um at the same time that we're looking forward to it finally being out we uh since we have a new guitar player uh, and a new member of the band that can contribute to uh, our new songwriting my my focus is more on actually making some new music but it's um uh, which is a bit weird since it it hasn't been out, but it, it it for us it it was a long time since we recorded it, so but it's
0: you you know what the Adam, not to take away from you know Jonathan's contribution to the band and and Jonathan leaving, but for fans of of you guys, they already saw tribulation have the early sound that you guys did, and then you adopted you know, around Children of the Night, you guys have adopted this, this you know, like a gothic metal sound, or however you guys describe it. I just think it's just kick-ass metal. I don't label it as anything. It's just kick-ass music. So I think you guys have been able to adapt and overcome, so I think with Jonathan leaving, it'll just be another hurdle that you guys will adapt and overcome, and it'll be interesting to see what also comes from that, too. Yeah, that's how we view it, and we we've never
1: tried to label the music, either. It's just been uh the outcome of everything we've been inspired by uh that fit in in the framework of, of tribulation um and a lot seems to be able to happen in that space so so uh so and that's again that's why I'm not really worried about this uh because I have I've heard that uh, and talked to people that are <laughs> because of Jonathan's big uh, impact on the band um but because it's joseph um our new guitar player joseph because it's him and we've known him uh since we were kids me and johannes our singer we've known him since we were kids and we have played with him since we were kids uh, and we know each other uh, really well both uh, on a personal level and musically so it's um and we have always seen the potential, the tribulation potential in his music, uh, and we've even talked about uh, having him join the band earlier as well, if this were ever uh, ever going to happen. So, so because of that, it's uh, like you're saying, it's just one one new. Uh, hurdle to get around yes it's just
0: a hurdle it's just it's just a brand. it's a it's it's an uh another chapter and you with 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 him joining too i don't know how you guys have have talked about it as a band but you know he's not there to be a copycat clone of him he can bring in his own personality and you know the bond that you guys have had from decades of knowing each other uh, you guys you know can play off of his strengths now
1: yeah exactly that's how we view that as well but, um, but it, even though jonathan was uh, i mean we, we since we do you know we don the costume and wear the makeup and so on it it becomes like some sort of a character but it, and it is to some extent but uh, Joseph will absolutely have to find his own his own way in the band. Uh, yeah. Anything else than that would be well, ridiculous. I, I would say.
0: Or or you know what you 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 guys can just do what uh, Ghost has done what three or four times now. Jonathan dies <laughs> and Jonathan comes back as uh, Jonathan Papa somebody for the third or fourth time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was the answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what what do you guys you know when you guys decided to don the costumes and don the makeup what was what was the reference you guys were, were you guys talking hey we're gonna be like uh, kiss or we're gonna be like uh ghost or is it like hey you know what we're just gonna be our own thing and we just like the way it looks and you know
1: <laughs> yeah but when we when we started wearing makeup um, we were obviously inspired by other, well, mostly black metal bands that have been doing it before, but the, the intention was really to, to, um, you know, enhance the, the cavities and the, the, the features of the yeah, face, the real, the real sunken impression. face look
0: and everything. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then from from there it's just been evolving. You, I guess you get bored after you've done it a hundred times. <laughs> you have to change it and tweak it a little bit. So it's been it's just been growing since then.
0: You know, uh, you guys, you know, tweak your your masks and stuff like this. And like, what's it? Uh, Abith from Immortal. He just get, he just drinks more and gets heavier. So that's how he evolved <laughs> his his uh, black metal look. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So how 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 was it to be in the tribulation at the start when you were like on the horror or formulas of death? And, you know, those were great. Albums. But I will admit I've been I'm 38. I really started getting into metal in when I was graduating high school around 2000. And I would be lying to you if you guys were really on my radar around the horror and formulas of death. But then when Children of the Night came and I saw the video and the look and stuff, it's like, holy shit, where have these guys been? Now, I've gone back and listened to those albums since, and I love them. But how how was it being in the band when you're like, hey, look, we've already had a couple albums out. You're just now finding <laughs> us people?
1: Well, it wasn't it wasn't really that strange. I mean, when we did the horror, we were that was back in 2007 when we recorded it and we were still in school we were okay. like 18 17 okay so and and we weren't expecting to you know i got you we weren't expecting anything so um <laughs> but we had been touring to some extent when when uh, when the children of the night came out um so back then i guess it felt because we were so involved in in the metal scene in the under in the underground uh so at that time i guess it felt a little bit like well we've actually been we've even been to the us before
0: (laughs) when did you uh, first first come to the the states here
1: um 2013
0: i think okay do you know what the tour was you remember what it was was it for a festival was it for a tour a tour with Watain and uh,
1: in solitude. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um around I think yeah, we went into Canada as well. Um okay. we did the whole the whole thing. <laughs> the whole round. Yeah. Um, um yeah, that was the first time that was the first time with tribulation.
0: Okay. So you know, so then ha- looking back on those first couple albums and seeing where you're at now do you look fondly upon those first couple albums or do you look back at them like oh i can't believe we we put those out or (laughs) how how do you you look 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 back on those albums uh
1: fondly if anything okay i think i mean considering again that we were quite young when we did the at least the first one uh, i think it sounds great i think it sounds amazing it, yeah, if 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 my when my son gets a little bit older, if he would make an album like that, I would be very impressed. I think. So. Yeah,
0: you you would be like like me. I'm, I'm wearing my hockey stuff. So like you would kind of be like the metal dad. Like your son's yeah. your your son hands you this album. You like wipe a tear from your face. Like oh, son, it's beautiful. <laughs> kind of like a dad watching his son score his first hockey goal. You're like oh yes, yeah. that's, that's my my boy. Yeah, and, yeah, he
1: recently got a little bit interested in, in guitar playing as well. So let's, right.
0: let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah you know, dude, I have a little girl. She's she's six. I, you know, she listens to little girl pop music or Disney stuff. But since she's been born, she hears me listening to music. Uh, hear me listening to metal because i will admit if it's not metal i don't listen to it i'm trying to get into like more 70s mm-hmm. prog, prog stuff but i am i am trying but i don't try and force it down her throat no. because i don't want her to like rebel and say metal sucks i'm never listening to it how, yeah how, that's, that's how in my approach you, so. how, yeah how do you introduce do, do you just play it and if he listens to it he he listens to it yeah, you know, he hears it uh, at home of course.
1: Um and no I would I wouldn't say we 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 forced him into anything. He he does like a few bands. The other day, um I could see on his uh, phone because they're connected that yeah. when he went home from school, he had been listening to Kiss and Ghost. So that <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and his favorite band is actually our old drummer Jacobs band uh, uh, called Second Son. Okay. And that's that's some kind of a proggy heavy metal. So.
0: This is cool. It's got
1: this but he he likes like video game. Hey, he's, so he's, do I. Like, hey, you can mean, see
0: he, I got I got my steering wheel here. I got my flight. Inflate- yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm big into video games. Do do you ever game with him?
1: Yeah, yeah, of course, absolutely. Okay,
0: okay. we're all gamers here in the podcast. So, okay, so I got I got to get into this real quick. Cause I also do video game content on the website here. What 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 type of games do you like to to play? If you're gonna sit down, are you a shooter? Are you a role player? Are you a MMO type of guy? What are you in, in into? Mostly,
1: I I play older games. Okay. I I just a uh, few months back I um, played Secret of Mana, which is a SNES game. What a, what a classic. Yeah, and, and it, it got released like a trilogy um, for Switch. So I I, I, I played that. Um, and um, I, I've also played through the old Donkey Kong Country games.
0: Yes. Um, those are a real... Um, people either love those games for some reason or they, they don't. And I, growing up, I was always a sega guy i didn't have a super okay. nes so i was like to me sonic the hedgehog was the guy donkey kong get the heck out of here donkey i don't got time for you <laughs> but so like sonic the hedgehog and, but i have gone back and played like tropical freeze and a couple of those games and they're they're great platforming yeah. games
1: yeah they are my son has those games as well the new ones yeah and they look beautiful which is uh, but you know i do play some newer games as well uh and the old i mean the zelda games uh, yes the old ones and then the new breath of the wild one um and and that's also great to play with my son because he he that's what he does best he's he's a fantastic gamer
0: actually he beats okay. me is your son i have to ask is your son of the age where he's gotten into like the fortnites and stuff yeah. yeah. He, he's okay. 11. Is he asking you to buy skins and all this stuff, and he wants to get this? Yeah. Yeah, he does.
1: Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm not the most fun dad when it comes to that. I guess <laughs> he, 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 he he can buy some skins sometimes. But
0: yeah, it, it it is so it is so fun. It is like a different generational thing because I play the Fortnites. I've played the Call of Duties. I I play them all, and I love. Voice chatting. I love it. It's a great feature for video games because I love how it has allowed us to, you know, meet people from all over the world and have Mm -hmm. conversation. But the couple of times I've gotten on Fortnite and, you know, the voice chat has started, it has been with, you know, younger kids. (laughs) <laughs> and they want to show off their skins to me like they're <laughs> showing off, like they're like like you and i would be showing off our ferrari parked in the driveway you know yeah. like they're showing off all, like man what's what is the rarest skin you have oh i got this skin i got this backpack and i'm like uh, cool cool they kids <laughs> know
1: all about it as well they, yes you know all about it they it. know
0: yeah, they know what season it came out in, they know this, they know, yeah. they. they. And I, I kind of like that part because I was as nerdy
1: as that with, with heavy metal. So I, I, I appreciate the nerdiness of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you say you were that nerdy with heavy metal. Is that, you know, here in the States, I guess to be nerdy with metal, I guess in my generation growing up, you know, when I was still in high school, Napster, you know, started so yeah. you could start downloading bands. And I had my best friend at the time had a couple of thousand CDs. And I remember going over to his house when like CD Burners started. He would yeah, just yeah. I would go through and I remember like one of the first early bands I saw. I don't know what you think of power metal. You may laugh me out of the room for this, but I saw like a I saw like a falconer album cover and i'm like oh man that's cool well he would burn me the whole falconer collection Ah, oh, look yeah. at this emperor album burn me the-. so i would just dive into listening to albums because it was cool just like that so you what was what was like your are like in terms of like you know you said video games what was like being nerdy with metal for you same thing going to stores going to shows yeah well this was before i
1: could go to any shows really okay. um but just uh Getting into the particularly Iron Maiden mythos, I guess. Okay. Um, Reading about anything I could find, uh, reading every word in all the booklets, uh, learning all the lyrics, (laughs) trying
0: to. All your notepads or lyrics over Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Reading all all the, you know, thank you lists even for every (laughs) band uh knowing you know which month and which year anything was released and uh, that uh, i guess evolved into when when uh, mp3s became a big thing and i was getting you know deeper into into metal in general that would mean um sharing songs from obscure bands with with my friends i guess yeah obscure bands from the 80s and 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 90s i guess yeah Yeah, bands who
0: uh, who may have put out like one random studio album or one demo or something like that but but you and your friends it was the greatest thing in the world yeah
1: yeah and 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 you could i mean before that you would actually have to own the the single or the demo from 82 or whatever it was and now you could just hear it so um, that's uh, that was something new, I guess, you know, I, it was it just came when when I
0: got to that age. You, know, it's interesting question. You know, I I love you know talking to guys like you where it's an easy conversation. I I just thought that this has. Has, you know, you, one who's dove deep into music and with the availability of music as it is now, has it changed your personal listening preference and even being in a a band? Do you listen as much as a younger Adam would? Or is it because Uh since it's. See, obviously, you know, I'm um, not to speak for you, but, you know, you mentioned Iron Maiden. We're not you're not making Bruce Dickinson money. No, I'm not. None, none, none of us are. So, you know, there mm. are other things we have to do to to pay the bills from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, are your listening habits different now as you're a father, as you, you know, as you are in a band and you're around your own stuff all the time? Are you still seeking out old stuff?
1: I am, but not to the same extent at all. I mean, that that was my whole world back then. I would listen to music 24-7, would fall asleep to music. And, and I, I don't do that. I, um, you know, I, I would sometimes rather put on like a lecture or a podcast uh, when I'm cooking or whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, in, instead of music nowadays, but I I'm still I still have the interest, and I still listen a lot to music, but it's um it's it's rarer that I go and you know try to find the music from some old Czech band or something. I got you.
0: I got no, it, do you, a bit. yeah yeah of, of course do do you now. It's it's weird, you know. You 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 mentioned old video games and stuff like that, like you playing through Secret of Mana. I, it's weird. I can listen old metal, like you say. Hey, go put in like uh, Rain and Blood, for example. Rain and Blood, like, is a timeless album that will forever, or like p- Possessed, you know, like early Possessed or something, will will be good forever, or early Candlemass. That stuff it will always age well. That stuff will always be good, but to me. I guess with like the graphical advancements in gameplay and stuff like that, old video games for me are really hard to go back to. I I, I really don't know why it is, but, like, but with with my music tastes, I would much sooner put on uh, like Seventh Son over or Power Slave, you know, as opposed to like uh, Dance with Death or something whatever Maiden put out recently.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I would put that on as well, I like, say, <laughs> uh, with Iron Maiden at least, but um, no, I agree, but uh, with video games, it's, it's um, some of them work, I think, and some don't, and a lot of it, I think, has to do with that they were so incredibly difficult. You're right, if you're you right. If they play, like, a Mega Man game... Um, Without, you know, having the advantages of...
0: Oh, like Contra. I could, you, yeah, yeah. Contra, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could exactly. not beat Contra without using the code. The famous code, you couldn't even exactly. beat it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: so that's... And that's kind of what I like with a few of the newer ones as well. Uh, I played some, some of that um, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes. And I love the... The slow pace
0: of it. it it's, <laughs> the, it's 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 yeah. slow, it's it is like funeral doom slow. It is it, it is slow. Yeah. And, and and you don't
1: necessarily have to uh, always be uh, super focused at all times. Yeah, <laughs> That's not that. really
0: what it's about anymore. Yeah, you're and right. That used to be the nice. case. If you so wanted. And, and coyotes or, or bears or something—you can do that for hours in that game, and it's perfectly fine. Yeah, exactly. Same yep. with the of the wild. Yeah. So, so how how was it then? You know, when you were finding all these metal bands and stuff like that, I I don't want to say you take it for granted. Maybe that's the wrong term, but here stateside, metal is still so very underground. You know, you have when you talk metal to a lot of people here in the States, they say, oh, five finger death punch or Metallica or Slipknot. They very, very scratch. They not taking anything away from you guys, but they would not know tribulation from a a hole in the ground. But in all you guys are big and we 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 love it when when you were growing up, was it. Was metal the same way over there, or was it what I imagined it to be—that a lot of people are in metal, and it's just it's just metal everywhere? Well, I, I think it was pretty much the same um, in
1: Sweden. People were listening to, uh, you know, Limp Bizkit and yeah, and, and bands like that. And and if they were more into metal, they would probably listen to uh more modern sounding death metal maybe um and hardcore inspired metal or metal inspired hardcore yeah (laughs) um so i it's it's a bit weird and i i try to understand why that our group of friends in our from the town we're from a fairly small town okay uh, a city. Is it
0: north north in the country, south in the country? Where where are you guys at in the country itself?
1: We're at the about about the same height as uh, Stockholm, but on okay. the western side, closer to Oslo actually. Okay. Um and we were all listening to you know 80s German thrash and American thrash metal and um 80s heavy metal and <laughs> And things like that. And no one was really doing that that we knew of. Uh, and then I, I guess we found out that there were uh, kids in, uh, at the other side of the country in Stockholm and in Uppsala, a city north of Stockholm, and people in the south of Sweden pretty much doing the same thing. But we we had no knowledge of each other when we all started listening to it. Huh. So that's that, that very, very peculiar.
0: You know, it is, it is interesting to me, and this is what, like, me in my heavy metal dream world that I would love to live in, is I have had the pleasure of, I used to cover my Washington Capitals here. A ho- I love ice ice hockey. Yeah. You know, some of the best players in the world are from Sweden. I have a huge poster of a Swedish capital player, Nicholas Backstrom, on my wall right right, yeah. right here. <laughs> i absolutely love swedish hockey players they're my my favorite um but i covered them for a blog and me the heavy metal loving idiot that i am the first chance i have a chance to interview nick backstrom i say hey nick backstrom have you heard what music do you listen to have you heard of opeth and in flames like the most (laughs) I would thought the biggest metal bands from your country that he would know, and he looked at me like I was an alien from another country.
1: Yeah, yeah. that that is absolutely the case in Sweden as well. To that extent, uh, metal in general is is underground. You don't which, see it on, on on TV, you know, which, regularly. Which which
0: which you know which always gets me because you are we are so led to think. That with all these huge, like the greatest metal bands of all time, or so many of them are from Sweden. That with a mm. small country, a lot of the residents of Sweden, you, they would. I'm not saying they would be household names, but at least people would be like, "Yeah, hey, I have, I have heard of them." Yeah,
1: that would have to be like Europe and Ingvemalmstjärn, or yeah, <laughs> and older bands like that. Not even Candlemas, I would say. Really? Yeah. Wow. Not really. absolutely not.
0: Yeah. Now, Nicholas, I just looked him up. Nicholas is from. You have to help me here. G A V L E. That's where he's from. I don't know where that yeah. is in the country. So, is yeah. that is that like near you? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so. I it it just was always interesting to me. Now, growing up. Before I get back to asking you other things on the album here, growing up, did did you guys were you aware of like the whole Norwegian black metal scene that had started in the 80s was that something you were aware of you had to seek out and find on your own like was that something that was real hush-hush we don't we don't talk about it
1: no well we knew about it absolutely um i was too young when it all happened yeah um so i didn't know about it back then um but no it wasn't anything like that and and it's very close i mean oslo is maybe two hours away from here um so it could have been i guess um but mayhem and the other norwegian bands they were just black metal bands nothing more to it really yeah that's my understanding of it.
0: Is, is is that a scene you ever got I'm not saying you're out there, you know, by asking the question, I'm not saying you're out there burning down churches, but was the hmm. black metal scene anything you ever got, got in into? Was that ever your thing? Because me, you know, listeners of the show know I'm I am not a black metal guy. Uh, to me it's either metal, you know, again we all put things in the genres. I it's just metal, death metal or power metal. I I black metal for me has never been able to stick. Yeah, um, well, yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, uh, to some extent, we, we hung out with, uh, with Botain a lot when we got to start. Yeah, when home. you
0: toured with them, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, uh, and just back home as well. Uh, and I just, I just saw them a couple of weeks ago, a few of them. Uh, and when I, I was in a, another band called Repugnant, we used to rehearse in their rehearsal room um but the earlier black metal scene well i do know a few of those guys as well i guess um but most of that the second wave bands in sweden as as it's called that was also a bit a few years before i moved to stockholm okay so um it wasn't really uh, any black metal scene it was just metal people i would say in general
0: it is is funny i had to have a laugh i interviewed uh nicholas of catatonia a couple months back and we were talking almost a similar thing kind of like this i forget what led us to this but Well, we were talking about his involvement in the band Lick, you know, his death metal project that that he does, like the traditional Swedish death project. And I'm like, yeah, you know, would we ever see you in like a power metal thing? And he's like, oh, my God, you'd never catch me dead in a fucking power metal band being like Sabaton and stuff. Is power metal something you can you you can get down in or you wouldn't be caught dead? You'd be sooner seen in your makeup than playing power metal.
1: Yeah, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's I, I never liked it when I was growing up either except for for Blind Guardian really it, yeah okay it, yeah it could be labeled uh, power metal I guess yeah uh, it is yeah a lot um when when we were you know thirteen to 15 maybe they we were spinning a lot of blind guardian albums absolutely but that was really my the closest i got to power metal ever
0: <laughs> yeah you're yeah. not uh we're not going to see you filling in for dream evil or dragon force or no or <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. Like- mm-hmm. <laughs> jonathan leaving is not going to cause you to go off the deep end and go that ex- <laughs> ich- extreme no 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 so when when Gloom be, be, be becomes sound, sorry, where where the Gloom becomes sound, you know, I, I, I'm sure you've been asked this a couple of times, and I'll just ask it again, because uh, I'm sure our listeners will want to know, how was it recording an album during a global pandemic? How, how did you find that?
1: Um, it was more of a distraction than anything else, I would say, uh, mainly because we... We couldn't stop talking about it, <laughs> 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 and uh, because the public transportation uh, was still going, uh, and they are still going, I guess.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I, and I know you've been asked. I saw when you were on the uh, Metal Blade uh, interview. Yeah. You know, asked, asked you like where right at the start about your country's handling of the virus. And I'm not talking bad about it, but you know, it's globally it known it's it is known worldwide how Sweden's handled it, but again, I'm yeah. talking to you from a country that almost has four hundred thousand dead from it so
1: yeah yes. i mean it's it's a it's a weird situation and I could have a lot to say about it i guess yeah yeah, yeah. but but the but the recording you, you you i mean we noticed it uh mostly when we were going to the studio um and mm-hmm mostly i would just walk instead really okay yeah because i didn't want to get on the bus
0: <laughs> yeah i don't i don't blame you at all
1: yeah and uh yeah like i said we we just kept talking about it and kept talking about what what the swedish government were doing and what they were not doing um so it it was yeah, like I said, more of a distraction than anything else we would kind of have to have to, you know, stop ourselves from um from talking about it. And but we also did the thing that we might have done anyway, I guess, but we were we tried to be as few people in the studio at the same time as possible. Uh so when I recorded my guitar, you know, not everyone had had to be there, and Jonathan recorded most of his guitars, if not all of them, uh, from home Wow, so um so that affected it to some extent, but it I don't think it affected the outcome of the album
0: Oh, I don't think it did at all just like i open how I opened the interview. I think this is your guy's best best yet you know, is is there is there a a track or two that you are most proud of?
1: Yeah, the first the obvious one would be the first track in Remembrance. Okay. Something something new happened in it, I would say. And it was effortless. Um, And this is usually how it goes, I guess. I constantly record things on my phone whenever, really. And then I when I'm supposed to to put a song together i I just check what I have, and usually the things that that I end up using are things that are constantly in my head anyway, but I don't think this was one of those. this was just I don't even remember writing the main riff um, and it was it had a tone that i that I liked that felt fresh I guess. Uh, and then in the end it was very difficult to to get the song together actually, but uh, and Joseph our new guitar player uh and another friend uh, Robert ha- helped us with that. Uh but it 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 was just the most adventurous song maybe to me at least. You know, the first time we actually tried playing in a different kind of tuning. <laughs> Uh, and we play in, in D, usually, and so this would be a drop C, I guess. Um, and we added some Swedish lyrics, and Johannes is s- s- singing in a semi-clean voice. So there's a lot of new stuff going going on in it, and, and, I, and I, ju- I just like the vibe of the song.
0: You know, I it i it, it is such a killer freaking way to to start the album and i i i hope you know things do get back to normal sometime this year that people that people can see these songs it would be a great way for you guys to take the stage uh is 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 it weird playing festivals or in the sunlight environment in the daylight as opposed to like a dark club you guys are you know there with like the low cut the v-neck shirts because i tell you the first time my friends have saw you saw you guys live they were like these guys on stage fucking look amazing do you tell you guys like i remember one of the comments was you're like yeah shirts unbuttoned they're out the makeup on the hair's going it looks like you're freaking looks like you're seeing a, a a 70s rock band on stage and it's fantastic <laughs> people love the image of you guys but does that transfer well to like a day festival um from an outsider's
1: perspective i would probably say no but <laughs> for us it 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 kind of works because we're you know we're both uh a metal band that that are also inspired by like you said like 70s rock so, so that part of us that are just a, a rock band uh, works well, I think, w- when when performing in, in daylight as well. But then again, it's obviously much better in the dark because in the we, dark we have the we have the light show and everything. So, yeah. um, but it's a different kind of of, uh, of show. So,
0: uh, have you guys? You know, I, I'll let you go here. I got, you know, one or one or two more questions. Have you, have you guys started to, uh, you know, this is all uncharted territory every day for us. Have you guys discussed how 2021 is going to play out as, as a band or is it just no, see how, really. yeah.
1: We, we have a tour book, the Europe, European tour in September, October. Okay. Um, and we do have some summer festivals but we don't know if these are going to happen or not, um, and we we will, and we haven't discussed this. But I I think I can say this <laughs> that <clears throat> we can. I guess you can probably expect some sort of a live stream. I you,
0: I am so glad you said that because there's been a couple bands that have done it. Like I think last weekend or the weekend before, Goat Horror did it. And I yeah, think, yeah, there are a lot of friends of mine, myself included. I think um, Winter Sun may have did one, and people—they literally—it's like getting like I'm a big UF, UFC fan. This weekend there's a big UFC fight. I'm gonna be getting the pay pay per view of that. Well, for a lot mm-hmm. of people, myself who get these live stream, it's like ordering a pay per view fight event for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I, my, my guess would be that this is the thing that's gonna keep on going. I think post- it is too. Yeah, yeah, e- especially because there are, you could actually, you know, broadcast these concerts or whatever you're doing to to anyone, anyone. anywhere in the
0: world. Like a a, a yeah. scientist with penguins in a- Antarctica could be logged in that's and watching. Exactly. So, Somebody up so at the International Space Station could be watching.
1: <laughs> yeah, a- a-
0: anyone,
1: anyone, anywhere. Yes. Yeah. So um, I was—I mean, at first—and I'm always skeptical to things <laughs> to begin <laughs> with, I guess. But at first, I was a bit skeptical, and I thought, "That's—we're never going to do that." Uh, but why not? Uh, we can yep. do it our way. Um, so I, I. I Not to replace actual concerts, but why not?
0: (laughs) You know, the one thing I have learned that you might not, and of course you're a fan of music and a fan of bands, but the one thing I have seen that I want you to remember is that people, fans, love you guys, just like they love all these other bands. So fans want to do what they can do to support you guys. So yeah, yeah. it's almost like uh the a movie, the American baseball movie, Field of Dreams. If you guys build it, they will come. If you do <laughs> if you do a show, like a live stream, people will find their way to it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we're we're having a discussion on Bandcamp now. There's a trend of artists doing puzzles now. <laughs> <Because> yeah. <laughs> they're doing like the album art like puzzles so oh, the albums are okay okay yes <clears throat> like yeah. you think of like yeah so you could see like you know your guys new album art in like a puzzle and people are buying it because you think people are locked inside yeah exactly hey, what, what's the time in to do a freaking puzzle now people need content <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly so yeah. it, whatever you guys do people will support it and yeah. It's cool because if you do a live show, you know, the makeup and stuff is there. You can, you know, the lights fall. You could, you could do, you could go all out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And of course, it'll never re, re, replace and it. And I'm more and more. Excited yeah. Well, it, 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 I'll support you. Uh, last question here. I'm, I'm going How how is it having the label, having working with Metal Blade and Century Media? Has that ever, is that, easy when it's two split labels like that being covered stateside and outside of the states uh yeah this is all
1: new to us for this album uh not for uh, since our latest live album um no it's working well um and we've been working with century media for a long time and that's 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 great um and we've known the people we're working with now at metal blade for a long time as well so it's uh it's it's really good i would say um and especially for now i mean just for setting things like this up it's it's been it's yeah. been it's been great yeah
0: i i i could say personally on my end it's you know the metal blade pr team Nikki, she's amazing so yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, you guys have you guys you got everything's great here well I tell you, I have taken almost an hour of your time. I know it's going to start. I know it's going to be late there, Adam. It is an honor to to speak to you. Uh, Your your guys' album, "Where the Gloom Becomes Sound," is going to be released on the 29th through Metal Blade and Century Media. I absolutely love this album. Again, everybody who has listened to it loves it. It is our album of the month. So, as a podcast. We're going to pull the whole crew together and we're going to discuss it like a round table campfire kumbaya thing right. at the end of the month. Um, so, I, we, yeah, we absolutely love it. I am glad you guys didn't put this on at the end of last year because I think it may have been overlooked if you guys would have done that. Mm-hmm. I love how you guys are starting off the year with it. Um, so, Adam, thank you. you. Well yes. Thank yeah. you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the time thank to you. Date thank